0: It's jam! It's Jimbo, It's Jim. jam! It's jam! It's jam! It's Jimbo, It's jam! It's jam! It's jam!
1: Do you want to open up this one? No,
0: I don't think we should um, change the format. I think you should always start off. Okay. We've done it so far.
1: Well, normally I have lots of stuff I've researched in front of me on the computer, but this is the first one that I've done where I don't have a computer in front of me. I'm wetting my pants with excitement. So last week we were talking about death, which you didn't really like the sound of, did you? Well, initially, no, but it seemed all right at the end, yes. I was obviously thinking about that, and I was thinking, well, if you don't want to die and you want to live forever, we need to do as much as we can to keep you alive. Right. So, this week, we will be going through the Worst Case Scenario Survival Handbook, which was a book I was absolutely obsessed with when I was younger. Okay. And it's basically a book of all these awful things that might happen to you and basically telling you what to do to get out of them. Smashing. Yeah. So, um, is there anything in particular you you, you would think... I'm really worried about that happening in my life. I want to know how to survive it. Um, Terrorist attacks. Terrorist attacks. Uh, Yeah. Okay, I will see. Right, so this week, uh, I do have another one. I have two books, uh, a travel one and a normal one. Uh, In the normal one, it doesn't tell you how to survive a terrorist attack, but I will quickly run over and, oh, a good one for you might be how to deliver a baby in a taxi cab, because obviously that might happen.
0: I mean, it could do. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't really want to be down the business end, to be honest with you.
1: No, but you might have to. That's the problem. I'm just going to... This is another first. I'm going to walk whilst I'm recording because I don't want to cut it out. So I'm just grabbing my travel one because I've got two. They're very good, actually. They're still available to buy. I don't think they're supposed to be taken completely seriously, but they are quite good. Um, But they were written probably about 15 years ago. So at that point, terrorism was probably less of a problem. No, this is
0: true. It has peaked, hasn't it? A yes. bit like um, Samsung phones. They've peaked, haven't they, in the yeah, past 15 to, years? I used to love my little Samsung phone. Yes. Someone Everything's Nokia. like
1: big when it was used to be small, didn't it, James? 2001, so nearly 20 years ago. So let's see in the travel one quickly if there is anything about terrorism. Uh, hostage situation. Sort of a terrorist incident. I suppose uh, yes. Uh, 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 um, how to escape from the trunk of a car? Probably not going to happen. Um, I once
0: got given a lift, and there was loads of people, and I offered to go into the boot of the car. No, oh, that's good. Of you. They didn't hold me to ransom, though. No, but so we went okay. along the motorway, and I could hear the music and everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe. Well, I've got, I've got. Um, a hostage situation, a riot, and surviving a mugging. So, those are all kind of loosely a terrorist situation. Although allegedly now you're being what's being told is that you have to fight back.
0: That that that's but a silly idea.
1: Yeah. Well, no. It's well, it's that you're going to die anyway, probably in that scenario. So you may as well try and take them out with you to stop them getting anybody else.
0: I'm not really big on saving other people.
1: No. I'm not big on the heroism, no. Oh, okay. Well, out of those three scenarios, a riot, a hostage situation, and a mugging, which one would you like to learn about first? Hostage, please. Hostage situation. Well, you, i tell you what. Why don't you tell me first what you would do in a hostage situation, and I'll tell you if you've kind of got the right idea. I'd do as they say. you do as they say? And if I...
0: Yeah, and if I found an opportunity... I may try to contact somebody from the outside world. Okay.
1: Well, you've done pretty well on this one because the steps are stay calm. If shots are fired, keep your head down and drop to the floor. That seems pretty obvious. Um, Mm -hmm. Do not make any sudden or suspicious movements. Comply with all demands, which is what you said. Yes. Never look at a terrorist directly or raise your head until you are directed to speak to him or her. Never challenge a hostage taker. Uh, carefully observe the chari- chari- <laughs> characteristics and behaviour of the terrorists. If a rescue team enters, get down and stay still. Upon resolution, be prepared to identify yourself and terrorists the rescuers. I mean, you were basically right.
0: I've watched a lot of television.
1: Yeah, so you're all right. You'll be fine. Just go along with it and don't cause yeah. a fuss. No. So. they're a bit
0: antsy, aren't they? Yes. The, like the, yeah. And they they don't they don't really want um to do the sort of things that they do. But they they've pushed themselves into a corner where they just can't do it. It's John Q all over again, isn't it? What's John Q? John Q was a film by um and it had Denzel Washington in it and he was oh, he took everybody for hostages, but he only took them for hostages because um his wife or son or both was on a uh, transplant list And he was like Right, I need this done And I'm going to steal these people And I'll probably kill them And so um, In the end The hostages were all like Oh, you know what We completely um, side with you Except the one That was a bit of a dick And he was like You, you, you I care about my life more than you And your children You spanner And so in the end I think everything worked out alright I've limited it down a bit you know shortened it because it was two hours you don't want to be going on about that for too long
1: no you've definitely had a long day haven't you (laughs) little bit (laughs) Um, yeah I mean it sounds like a great film Uh, I've never seen it but after your description I'm still not going to watch it because it won't live up to your description
0: this is true it won't be as good as that into a very good light yeah
1: yeah. Uh, so, anyway, is there anything else you're worried about uh, being involved with or dying from? Um. I mean, do you want to just in case? Do you want to know how to cancer. how to can deliver you, a baby can you in a taxi cab? Survive care? cancer. No, that is just no. hope for the best. Go to no, the doctor okay, and hope for fine. the best.
0: Right. I just thought that you know the book uh, might actually have had something in there.
1: No, it doesn't. But I can tell you again. No. Generally, illnesses. Um be positive. Okay. If positive yeah, sort of positive sense. patients generally have a better survival rate than negative ones. It's almost yeah. like you resolve yourself to death. Yeah, you, know, you, you kinda do. go, eh, I'll give up. And then your body goes, Yeah, okay, fine, I won't bother. Whereas if you're like, no, let's go, let's let's fight it, then you've got a better chance of survival. Um I'm gonna do how to deliver a baby. Yeah. So what would you do if uh, your if your lovely lady He's in the car, packed up, ready to go to the hospital, but suddenly little baby Frost decides he wants to pop out early. What are you going to do? Um, I'd pull
0: over in, when I could. Um, maybe contact the ambulance straight away. Yeah. Um Get a, well, she's obviously going to do what she needs to do. She'll probably open her legs or bend over or whatever and start pushing because <laughs> nature, it does what it wants to do, doesn't it? It, you know? it does, yeah. You can't say, oi, hold it in, bitch, like that. She's going to be like, you, you fucking cunt, you did this to me. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, soz, all right, fine, you get, you crack on. So, yeah, I'd contact the ambulance mm-hmm. and then I would be like, okay, calm, it's fine, talking to through the breathing and shit. And then eventually, it cran... I wouldn't have to do an awful lot, really. Yeah. Apart from just observe it and make sure that it came out in the right way. And because I'm at antenatal classes, yeah, I know the right way that it comes out, so it's fine. I was going to say, sorted. You
1: sound pretty well prepared. Yeah. Um.
0: I mean, yeah. If because usually in cars you got like blankets and shit anyway, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be sterile. I mean, I've only got but a picnic. I mean, but I've it... got a
1: picnic blanket in mine, but I'm not expecting. But um, no, no, no. But uh, So yeah, basically you've got it. Uh, before you attempt to deliver the baby, use your best efforts to get to the hospital first as there is never really a way to know when the baby is due. So even the water breaking means you may have several hours until it's actually going to start crowning. So, you know, don't, don't yes. worry too much is the most important thing. Nope. Um, I'm probably just going to preach the choir because you sound like you kind of know what's going on. I'm sauce, babes. Um, I, That's right. You no, know, I, I'm very proud of you. I'm very pleased that you are well prepared. I'm super intelligible isn't it (laughs) Uh, it, is it (laughs) yes
0: yeah isn't it yeah Yeah. I speak like the streets isn't it
1: yeah but I mean interestingly I'm sure you know this but for first time mothers when contractions are about three to five minutes apart and last 40 to 90 seconds uh, they increase in strength and frequency for at least an hour so basically from the moment she starts going oh oh I think I think there's a baby coming you've got an hour you can easily get there in an hour. Yeah, they tell you that as well.
0: I mean, it's a, it's a, to be honest, like you d- because of, it is TV and film, you do sort of pick up things as you're watching things, so you know that it's not going to happen right away.
1: No, sure, and but babies basically deliver themselves. Yeah, I didn't know this. Uh, they'll come out when they're ready.
0: Yeah, just have something ready I mean, to the catch it in. that's there's, there's uh you know you, you do need to push sometimes anyway. Because yeah. it, it probably needs a bit of a hand. You know, yeah, it's a small gap to get through, isn't it? Yeah.
1: But basically, support its head as it comes out. Seems kind of obvious. Uh, dry the baby off and keep it warm. Don't slap it. No. That's... That is
0: old hat. Yeah. It was to make it um, breathe. Yeah, but it so will breathe it on is... its own because it's you know it yes. wants to
1: live. Yeah. Uh, but if necessary, clean any fluid out of the baby's mouth with your fingers. Just in case it's just you and the taxi driver. Take a piece of string, a shoelace works well, and tie off the cord several inches from the baby. But you're not supposed to
0: do it straight away anyway because blood is still being pumped to the baby.
1: Yes. When it is being
0: delivered.
1: It's not necessary to cut the umbilical cord unless you are hours away from the hospital.
0: That baby's sucking me dry, she says.
1: It's, It's stealing my life force. Exactly. I'm not going to read the rest of that it because it's making me feel unwell. <laughs> There's quite an important section about if the feet come out first. Do you care about that or are you not worried? Do you know if your baby's the right way around? Because um, my sister-in-law, it is- I'm pretty sure that my nephew is the wrong way around.
0: Yes. Um, um, no, I, I, know, I know he's the right way around. Ah, okay, you're all fine then. I mean, he could turn around in the next week or so. You never know. No. But you can still go for it, it's still interesting.
1: Yeah, I just didn't want to disturb you too much.
0: Uh, babes, like, do you know me at all? I was like, so unfaithful, innit?
1: Yeah. Um, so basically, if it comes out feet first, it basically comes out too fast. Which seems weird, because you'd think that if it came out head first, it would work less well. But basically, the the, big, the head's the biggest bit, so the, the, the lady bits need to repair and basically if the bottom bit comes out first it's not ready yeah it says today most breech babies are deliver- delivered through cesarean sections uh, if you have absolutely no alternatives when the baby begins to emerge you can try to deliver the baby feet first a breech birth does not necessarily mean that the head won't be able to get through the cervix there is simply a higher possibility that this will occur just deliver the baby as you would in a normal manner mm-hmm. prescribed above well that's not really very helpful is it I mean, do you think you should... No, nah, but I mean, there's... Stick your hands in there. It's a bit more bit Stretch pressure. out a bit. I think you have to
0: probably tug on it a bit more.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't say that. It just says carry on delivering it as normal. But what if its head gets stuck? I think... So, literally, like, the worst thing that could happen, it doesn't actually bother telling you how to deal with it. Well, yeah. What a stupid fucking book.
0: All right, okay, that's fine. Well, maybe its specialty isn't about baby delivery. No, I'm sure it's know? not. <laughs> Maybe its specialty is more about, you know, other things, perhaps.
1: Yeah, but do you not think it's weird that as young James growing up, I mean, 2001, these came out, and I've had them for a very long time, so I presume I probably got them the year, maybe two years after they came out, maximum. I would have been Mm -hmm. 13. Why was I obsessing about this and not how to get into girls' pants, which this isn't in? There's no subject that that is how to get into a girl's panties.
0: Because you're an intelligent little lad, aren't you? And also, if you think about it, if you were 13 years old and somebody was um, just going into labour, you would... I'd have known. No doubt, you'd stand up and you'd go, I know how to do that! Stand aside, doctor! I definitely I'm going would. to put on my gloves. Yeah.
1: That's what I was like as a Excuse child. Excuse me,
0: lady. Please open your legs. I am going to help you deliver this baby. Is that how you think I... Don't worry. Don't worry. I may be 13, but my hormones aren't working properly yet. <laughs> I-, I have this book. <laughs> We're going to walk through this together. Now, do you trust me? Do you know what's really sad? I
1: genuinely used to carry these books around with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not sad. That's not sad. I just wanted.
1: Th- I just wanted to be a hero.
0: Yeah, when you're younger, you definitely have like a, um, like a thirst for knowledge, and you yeah. do, you do, you're interested by weird things that you probably wouldn't be interested in when you're now adult.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had no friends, so I (laughs) I thought maybe if I if I saved someone, I might make a friend. Do you think about any animals you're worried about? Or... um, animals I'm worried about. Situations. Yeah, like if you come across an animal to deal with. Or a situation like an earthquake. Or if you're lost at sea. Or if you're falling out of a plane. I can help you.
0: The problem is is that I don't envisage myself putting myself in those positions anyway.
1: Um, Okay, we're going back to terrorism. I've got how to survive if you're in the line of gunfire.
0: That's genuinely
1: probably quite important. But surely it's just going to be duck and cover.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Or... I can't imagine it's anything more than that. But let's find out together.
0: Yes, let's do that.
1: Okay, so the genius bit of advice, get as far away as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's you wouldn't have like thought that, run. would you, Jamie? You would have thought, I'll get as near to that fucking gun as possible. Yeah. I'll get <laughs> as near to those bullets as I can possibly be. Because that would people... definitely make it harder for them to shoot me.
0: People run, um, but it still doesn't stop them getting killed, though, does it? No. No. But it
1: says don't run in a straight line, which is what most people tend to do. <laughs> Weave.
0: But, yeah, I mean, that's fine. But if you're weaving, you're not getting away quick enough. No, but it's so much even more... Though dif- <laughs> even though they're following you, it's taking you five minutes to get like a meter. <laughs> you're just going, ha ha, can't catch me, ha! Like that.
1: <laughs> I hope if you're ever in that situation, you have the levity to deal with it in that manner. <laughs> well...
0: I will be um full of brown um, do not bother
1: <laughs> do not bother to count the shots
0: <laughs> what so, that's not a that's not a real sentence in a book, is it?
1: point three do not bother to count shots. You will have no idea if the shooter has more ammunition. Counting is only for the movies
0: oh, I see okay no no now it's been given context. I understand but how would you know a bit like? <laughs> If you're getting shot at, you're not going to be going, right, I know how many shots there are now. Exactly!
1: You wouldn't know what gun they were using. Most people. Mm. Yeah. But basically, get down, stay down, find a corner as quickly as possible. Uh, Kind of obvious.
0: Yeah. Again, TV and film teaches us so much. Well. Yeah. Get behind something solid.
1: Okay, well I'm going to throw you into a scenario.
0: Ooh. Oh, is it true as well? If you're getting, like, um, attacked by a dog and, like, you want it to stop...
1: Uh, Shove your hand on it through. Oh, I
0: thought it was, like, pull his legs apart and then his chest will rip open. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, I got told this in college. I mean, it's not an actual fact. But I got told, uh, yeah, what you do, if a dog's attacking you and there's nothing you can do to stop it, just pull its um, um, front legs apart and it will tear its chest open it will kill it instantly
1: that's probably nonsense um, it,
0: well you know I mean, I've firstly, always kept it with me I'm I'm 33 now and I, I, still, I still believe it
1: yeah I guess maybe I don't know I'm just quickly scanning through to find out if there is anything about defending yourself from a rabid dog I
0: wish I had the fortitude to ask him it was probably because I was like you know 17 and I was like oh this guy's really cool but I never actually asked, how do you know this? Because now, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, right, how do you know that that's true? Unless you've done it yourself.
1: Yeah. I would... I would imagine that if you pulled a deg... A, lo- <laughs> a deg's logs? A dog's legs apart, all you would do is possibly break its legs. I can't imagine it would rip its chest open.
0: Well, well, maybe not chest open, but it, like, you know. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's not in this book, but I know from, well, from previous conversations I've had with people, apparently you're supposed to ram your fist down the dog's throat. Oh, okay. Because basically if it's biting you, if you shove your hand down its throat, it will gag and then it will let go of you. Whereas if you don't do that, it will just keep latched on.
0: But how are you supposed to put your whole fist if it's already chomping on you? That doesn't Uh, make any sense.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I guess you're going to lose some flesh.
0: That I would, would probably good. just punch it in the head and hope I give it cancer.
1: Well, every, pretty much anything that attacks you, go for its eyes, because that freaks it out. Like sharks, yeah. alligators, dogs. Poke it in the eyes. In the Humans. The
0: yeah. I don't think you'd have much of a chance if you were like going up against a crocodile, though. I felt well, I pretty do pretty have
1: nice. how to wrestle free from an alligator, if you want to know. <laughs> no. Again, I mean,
0: yes, you're, you're welcome <laughs> to do so. <laughs> no. But again... I'm not going to put myself in a position, like, ever where I'm going to be close to a crocodile or an alligator.
1: Well, Never. you say that, but me and my family were in Florida a fair while ago now, and uh, we were standing just observing the countryside, and an alligator jumped out at us. We didn't see it. It literally just, like, leapt out of the water at us.
0: Did it go, Haha! like that. And everyone was like, oh, you've given us a fright. Don't do that, alligator. Yes,
1: that is exactly yeah. the campness that happened.
0: It's like, it's alright guys, I was just having a joke with you, it? Proper JKS. Yeah.
1: But you, you never know. There might be a weird scenario. You may end up wrestling an alligator. Yes. So what would you do if an alligator, you were chilling out in the Florida Keys, well probably not the Florida Keys, in the Florida Bayou's and suddenly an alligator grabs you by the arm. What would you do?
0: Uh... Oh, probably initially, I'd just punch it in the snap. Okay. What else? Well, die, probably, because I'd be so um, shocked by the fact that there was an alligator chomping
1: on my arm. (laughs) But again, you are a survivor, because point number four is, if its jaws are closed on something you want to remove, for example, a limb, punch it on the snout. Oh, okay. I feel like you've got this Mate, book. Am, have, you, have you
0: got this book with I'm you? I'm killing this shit. No, because I, I didn't really get into books that much. <sighs> I don't mind books. I don't hate them. I think people nowadays, they, they're lost on books, especially the young uns. You yeah. whippersnappers out there. But books are good, if provided that it fits your tastes.
1: Yes, I agree. But uh, other points, if you ever are wrestling an alligator, cover its eyes. Uh, go for its eyes and nose, as I said. Punch the snout. Uh, get it on its back. I mean, I think that <laughs> that's probably quite difficult. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just like whisper in its ear. Hey, I've been waiting for you to come to me. <laughs> get on your back.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, you're really good. You, I think you're a survivor because you know, so far you've been pretty on it. Well,
0: you know, I don't. I... It's just, its common sense, really, isn't it? Uh, it is
1: really. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know if a lot of people would know to punch it on its snout.
0: Yeah, I think I might have. Like, I used to watch a lot of Steve Irwin. He probably told no. me at some point, and it's stayed in the back of my brain. Do
1: you watch Bear Grylls? No. Yeah, my colleague was showing no. me some of that. It's pretty. Like he was eating this giant widgety grub, and it was—it was—it just seemed really mean. Because he it was yeah. like alive, and he bit into it, and he was like chewing it whilst it was still alive. And I was like,
0: "The problem that what... with Bear Grylls, right, is that his face doesn't match what he actually does. So he looks like he's got far too much money to <laughs> like have
1: to survive in the wilderness." Yeah, he's far too handsome.
0: I wouldn't say he's handsome. No,
1: I mean, well, he's, he's not handsome, handsome, He's not an a... ugly man, is he? He's not like Ray Mears in a, in a geekish way. Yeah, well, he's like head of the Cub Scouts, isn't he? <laughs> that's, that's a claim to fame, isn't it? What are you? I'm head of the Cub Scouts. He is. He's like their king. Right. He's king of yeah. the Cubs. Well,
0: you know, in, in 40 years, he might be locked away. You know, you just don't know, do you? No. They did it, they did it with all the ones from the 80s, didn't they?
1: Oh, well, they certainly did, and they're still going. <laughs> uh, so Poor I'm not sure... old Cliff Richards. That's liveless, Yeah, you can't say that because time... he was fine. He has been completely cleared, he and he was is now suing the BBC and other but news organisations. Really weird,
0: though, isn't he? He is very odd.
1: Um, he's unusual. I think there's definitely
0: something there that um, he hides very well. I don't necessarily think it's that. I'm, d- I'm just saying, I think there's something about him that's very, very strange, and at some point,
1: it will come out. But it may not. It may not. It might just be that he doesn't care about sex. It might just be that he's asexual. I suppose it could be. But the truth is, yeah. people shouldn't be ashamed of whatever they feel. Whatever they feel. Even if it's like something that society deems as awful. They should be able to feel comfortable coming forward to say how they feel. And then if it's not something that's good, then it can be dealt with in a open and... Uh, Caring manner.
0: Supportive. Yeah, supportive manner. Because the trouble is,
1: if you keep demonising people, they're more likely to hide the way they feel, and then that's more likely to become a problem. I think.
0: (sighs) Wow. I just, you know, I think you're very deep. I am very deep. And you've helped a lot of people there. I think you've helped a lot of
1: people. No, but seriously, like, not in... (laughs) No, no, No! Not in a condoning way, but paedophilia is obviously terrible so if you are a pedophile you will probably not talk about it you'll probably repress everything you're thinking and feeling
0: i'm sorry i'm really uncomfortable so And the trouble when is I'm uncomfortable i actually start laughing because yeah, i don't, I don't know I, yeah fine
1: but the trouble is if you repress something that's when it becomes more dangerous whereas if you can talk about something openly you're more likely to be able to get help and be able to sort out that problem
0: Anything in the book about surviving paedophilia? No. Uh, I thought it was a really clever segue.
1: It would have been, but no. Basically, Mm. if you are stuck with a paedophile, you are fucked.
0: (laughs) That was very good.
1: Well done. I didn't even mean to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my god. That was so good.
1: Anyway. I feel like we need to move this on. So <laughs>
0: it's probably best. It's probably best, right? How did it go from alligators to that?
1: I don't know. You were on the brought yeah. Cliff, Richard. No,
0: that is true. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh.
1: to jump from a building into a dumpster how about that um
0: <laughs> yeah i sort of oh i know one of the things is that you're supposed to chuck like a mattress out on if you if your house is on fire on the ground floor and then you're supposed to jump onto that
1: yeah any other thoughts
0: well, the thing is, with the with the dumpsters, you don't know what's in there. So if you jumped onto it without having anything down first, then you could quite possibly kill yourself from like a <laughs> shard of glass. Yeah. So my advice would be, don't jump into a dumpster. <laughs> but that there's would be definitely the be more
1: stuff to break your fall than the floor.
0: Yes, but you don't know what's in those bin bags. Like I said, it could be broken glass. It could be metal.
1: Yeah, but still, broken glass would be less bad than hitting a solid object. But why are you jumping off in the first place? Well, say you're stuck in a building that's on fire. Okay.
0: Then, is there anything to hand that I can throw down first? Because I'm not comfortable jumping in a dumpster. No,
1: you are literally on the top of a building that's on fire. You can see a dumpster or the floor.
0: I mean, quite honestly, if I was going to jump from a building... Or, well, I say jump. I'd prefer to just slide down.
1: Yeah, that's I not think a choice. If, you,
0: if the friction would stop you, and even though you'd be, like, <laughs> fucked up, you'd still, the friction would stop you from being impaled by oh, something Oh, you
1: mean, like, like grab, grab onto the edge of the building and use your limbs to kind of slow you down? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I guess that would work. I mean, you're probably not going to have any arms left.
0: Well, you, I mean, it depends how high up it is. If it's only, like, second floor, first floor, you'll be all right.
1: Yeah, but the trouble is, you'll get to a point where your limbs won't actually slow you down anymore, because you won't be able to. You won't be able to continue gripping the side of a building if you're falling.
0: Uh, yeah, but there might be, you know, pointing out your bits that you can grab onto to stop yourself as well. If it's a building, yeah, there may be. There'll probably be windows.
1: Maybe, but then it's whether you actually be able to grab them as you go down. It won't break your fingers as you go past the window.
0: This is a really manly episode, this, by the it way. It is. It's just like so this is not filled with testosterone, <laughs> <own> this. <laughs> we, yeah, we just it died. really isn't.
1: You and I, we'd be dead in any of these scenarios. Anyway, so if you're jumping off a building, jump straight down. So don't go at an angle, just head directly down as much as possible. Tuck your head and bring your legs around. Aim for the centre of a dumpster. Sorry, what? Uh, so- sorry, so I'm going to get penetrated up the bum now? <laughs> no. I'd rather it be my feet. No, it says, Tuck, no, I'm your... A winky, I'm a bum. Tuck your head and bring your legs around. To do this during the fall, execute a three-quarter revolution, basically a not-quite-full somersault.
0: This, this is absolutely fucking stark raving. This... Unless you're into gymnastics, <laughs> how are you going to know?
1: <laughs> well,
0: I guess You're not it... going to know.
1: It seems everyone has a basic level of gymnastics. This is the only method that will allow a proper landing with your back facing down. That's interesting. Oh, I
0: see. Okay. Right. Okay. I got the wrong end of the stick. So you want to land on your back?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you only get one back. If yeah, If you fuck but that, you're g- going to be a cripple. Well, what that is to do is that's to do with distributing your weight over as big an area as possible because that reduces the impact. Whereas oh, if yeah, you land yeah, on, like, your yeah, legs, you basically just Constantina into yourself. So you end up as, like, a squash. Um... <laughs> but uh, when your body hits any surface from a significant height the body folds into a V this means that landing on your no. stomach would result in a broken back but weirdly landing on your back wouldn't necessarily very odd yeah so ju- I, I, yeah so interestingly jump off the building straight down so like you were diving into a pool tuck your head and bring your legs around no. executing no. a three quarter somersault and aim no for the centre of the dumpster. No
0: way. No way would I ever do that. You, you, it's, that is fucking insanity. Yeah, I'm going to dive head first. Um, no, not head first. Building. No, no. Feet,
1: feet first. So you're, you're aiming... Like, if you were going to do a clean dive into a pool, so you didn't make a big splash, and then as you go down, bring your legs up, put your head down, so, you would be up, so imagine you're doing a forward roll in the air, and then what that will do is that will allow you to then be on your back as you're falling through the air... And then hold your legs and your arms in the air and that will be the best chance of surviving.
0: Well, there's a lot of information to um, retain there. And if if there's a few seconds to decide if I'm going to jump off a building or not, I doubt I'm going to be thinking the best way to jump off a building and making sure that my body is in the right position upon impact. I'll probably just be thinking, I'm probably going to die from this. But, you know, fuck it, I'm dead already.
1: Yeah, or just imagine you're a world class gymnast. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Anything else you yeah. have thought about? Any more animals or situations? Um killer bees, how to hotwire a car. Um how to escape from a sinking car. That's quite useful. Yeah. How to what land about, a plane? Is there
0: anything about potholes.
1: <laughs> you're not going to die in a pothole.
0: You don't know. What if the earth opens up and you just fall in?
1: Uh, Jesus. Well, I think How that... are
0: you going to survive that, I say to you?
1: That's probably it. That is probably.
0: What if you're you down a, your a big fate. hole? What if you're down a big hole? How do you survive falling down a big hole? Mm, we don't have that. Oh. Cave? Cave? Yeah, just caves are a bit boring, though. Like, yeah. You can get it
1: back out, can you? I can't find anything about caving. Let me just double check. Uh, runaway horse. Um... <laughs> How to foil a UFO abduction.
0: That is... Um... I mean, you can talk about it, but it is crap.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's obviously nonsense because you've got no idea what it is that has abducted you.
0: Yeah. There's no scientific knowledge that aliens exist yet, let alone surviving one of them. No, falling through ice? Is.
1: That's not a hole.
0: No, um, but falling through ice, I suppose. You, you're going to die from hypothermia. If How you have you to treat a severed
1: up. limb. Uh, yeah, no. Authorize it, it. There is not a chapter about if the ground opens up and swallows you. I guess that's no. it. I guess there is nothing you can do then. No, you're probably fine. Far- well, no, I'm only thinking about like... Do you know that doesn't happen very often? I expect well, that's why Falling, falling Down Holes
0: They make films on it <clears throat> So It must be in the back of someone's mind I can't believe that there's no There's no survival tips on it
1: there's not there? In no, both the books crazy. I have There is no tips on how to survive falling down a hole
0: I was thinking more about getting back out of it Well climb Yeah <laughs> It's not that simple is it James
1: Uh, No Although I do know how what you should do if you fall down a well, so I guess if you fell in a cool. hole that'd be similar.
0: And be scared if somebody says it puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets <laughs> the
1: hose again. <laughs> you see, yeah,
0: you see another reference. God, yes, isn't it? It's very good. Surviving a poisonous bite.
1: A poisonous bite. I'll I... be in there. Yeah, that definitely was. I did see it somewhere. I can't see it now. Uh, here you go. So, how to survive a poisonous snake attack? I guess that's basically the same as most poisons. Actually, no, that's not. Yeah. That's just, that's specific, isn't it?
0: Well, I've, I've heard you're supposed to just suck it out.
1: Okay. Any other, to... any other suck thoughts? Suck it out.
0: Spit it out. I don't know. I, I always thought it was weird that that was the only advice that you were given. Because how do you know when all of the poison's out? You I wouldn't don't know. Would you? No. You'd just be sucking away. Sucking all the blood out.
1: Die. Probably someone, they might eventually die of, like, blood loss because you're sucking all the blood out of their body.
0: See, the thing is, this sort of stuff would have been really helpful before I travelled in Australia.
1: Yeah, but you survived so it, wasn't?
0: No, I, well, to be fair, I didn't put myself in many very dangerous situations.
1: Okay. Well, let's... Uh, okay, so do it moderately seriously. What would you do if a snake bit you in the ass? no not us let's go for the ankle a snake bites your ankle because that's a more general place you'd be bitten what would you do um I mean I'd cry I don't a lot uh
0: I don't I really honestly don't know what I'd do um because the only thing that I know is you're supposed to suck it out somehow or um what's the thing what's the thing that you do what's that thing tourniquet on it yeah. so it doesn't yeah. spread up the leg um make it as tight as possible but I mean, even if you did that and if you're in the middle of nowhere or there was nobody around you, you'd be fucked anyway. Hmm. So there's no, there's no point in tying it off so you like, survived when there's no one around you. But yeah, those are the only two things I've got.
1: Yeah, you're pretty good. Uh, so I'll go through the five points again. Uh, wash the bite with soap and water as soon as possible. Immobilise okay. the bitten area. Keep it lower than the heart.
0: well if it's your ankle yeah
1: yeah so that'd be easy but I guess if it was like if you're bitten in your neck or if you're bitten in your hand don't hold your hand in the air Um, get medical help as soon as possible that is stupidly obvious yes so this is why I said you're pretty on the money immediately wrap a bandage tightly two to four inches above the bite to help stop the venom if you are unable to reach medical care within 30 minutes yeah uh, that's the, bandage... the problem yeah
0: <laughs> the... you've got 30 minutes before you're fucking you're dead yeah, anyway yeah yeah. Uh,
1: the bandage should not cut off blood flow from a vein or artery make the bandage loose enough for a finger to slip underneath see this is really useful you never know we might be popular enough that someone is listening to this and they'll get bitten by a snake they'll remember to stick their finger in it and they will survive and we are helping people
0: that is fantastic and if there is anybody out there that wants me to stick my finger in it I can't because I'm married and I've got a kid on the way (laughs) alright and you should keep your mind out of that gutter thank you
1: (coughs) anyway uh, in regards to your sucking did you say sucking (laughs) I did
0: indeed Yes.
1: yes if you have a first aid equipment with a suction device follow the instructions for help to draw the venom out of the wound without making an incision I call it my ex-girlfriend. What you? Hey. Uh, but that's interesting because I'm guessing that implies that you shouldn't just like wrap your lips around it and get sucking.
0: Well, I mean, if that's all you've got, because no, nobody's carrying around a suction cup anyway, are they? No. Unless they're breastfeeding, in which case you shouldn't be out in
1: the desert. Oh. oh, 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 oh. So slow down, slow down there, cowboy. Do not <laughs> attempt. So in there's a section saying what not to do. Uh, you don't use any ice or cooling equipment, don't tie a bandage or tourniquet too tightly, uh, don't make an incision, and don't attempt to suck the venom out. You do not want yeah. it to, in your mouth, because it might enter your bloodstream, and you'll become poison too. So that's quite important. But, yeah, I suppose that is true. Because I would, like you, I would get down, and I would suck hard to try and save that person. But now I've read this, I won't. No, and I won't either
0: you know I'll suck on many things but I won't suck poison out of my leg
1: no well it actually you probably do it to your own leg uh, I don't know if
0: there was a mate I'd, pro- yeah. I'd probably still want him to survive and shit it?
1: yeah I guess um, but that's interesting because you, as you said you would tend to think I should try and suck that out but you shouldn't
0: uh, well yeah, there you go
1: it's my first wrong one yeah but you've done very well so far so I'm very impressed with you
0: I feel like Carl Pilkington.
1: Are you finding my voice difficult today? Like annoying? Annoying at uh, all? What gives you that impression, James? No, I've just had a bit of uh, I've had a bit of a weird throat all week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is hell. there something in the book that will make you survive that?
1: No. because uh, no one dies okay. of a sore throat. No, I've just You quite... should
0: you should go to a GP um,
1: No no. If, no, No no If no, no, you're no.
0: concerned at all, maybe try phoning one one one. They're yeah. our regional helpline and they'll be able to assess you over the telephone and give you the best thing to go to.
1: Yeah, well they I know what they do, they tell you to go to the pharmacy, because now if you have a sore throat, go to the pharmacy, don't go to the GP. But no, I've just had a very uh, sore throat all week, and I've been trying not to talk too much. I've not
0: noticed in the slightest.
1: Okay, good, because to me, my voice sounds strained and annoying, but that's possibly how everyone always hears me, so...
0: Well, I certainly don't, I think you're like butter melting on a crumpet.
1: Well, I'm, I'm pleased. You saucy devil, you. You're just returning the compliments that I was pay- paying you earlier. And just like a slither of marmite. Oh, yeah. yes. That seemed, by the oh. way, that was interesting earlier because that seemed to genuinely make you uncomfortable. You very rarely seem to be uncomfortable.
0: With. What was Anything. the situation again?
1: When I was saying I was listening to you, just your heart. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, that seemed um, to actually it's... make you uncomfortable, which I quite enjoyed. Thank you very much. Uh, you make me feel uncomfortable on a regular basis. I don't think. Yeah, probably... but
0: I do it. Okay, I do it for fun, and uh, most of the time, I'm I'm being either filthy or I'm saying things that are um, odd. Whereas you were giving me a compliment, and nobody does that very often. So yes, I do get com I get uncomfortable with those sorts of things. Thank you.
1: It wasn't really a com- compliment, was it?
0: I thought it was a compliment. I took it as that. I actually took it as now you love me. More than you did Oh, I do before. love you. I do mm. love you. Mm. More but than you th- did before, though.
1: Uh, well, no, since we've been doing this podcast, I genuinely have felt a greater connection to you.
0: It's, it's like we're finding things out that we never knew before.
1: But isn't that weird? Because I haven't seen you since we've done this podcast.
0: No, this is true, yeah. But yeah. I now
1: feel closer to you than I ever have without having seen you. Hey, there was that
0: bonfire...
1: Oh yeah, you spooned me. And I look like a goblin.
0: Yeah, I was holding you ever so tight, <laughs> making sure that you were warm.
1: Yeah, because you know what—that was five years ago. It was my twenty-fifth my birthday, and it was my thirtieth birthday this weekend. And I did miss you.
0: I, I apologise.
1: Ver- I was very aware that you weren't there, both of you.
0: Well, you know, I will see you.
1: Yeah, I know, but it was there was a lot of people there, and I was thinking, nearly everyone that matters to me is here right now. Aww. Yeah, exactly. You little sweetheart, in ya? You? <laughs> and you're a little fucking darling. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but no, I miss you guys. Thank you. We miss you too. No, you don't.
0: Yes, we fucking do, James.
1: No, well, maybe.
0: Don't tell me how I feel or I will come over there and I'll fucking put a butt plug in your mouth. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, that would be. Disturbing. And then I'll do
0: a Heimlich, and you'll have to spit it right back out. Hmm. And by Heimlich, I mean the procedure, and not me licking your bum hole.
1: Uh, I did not think anybody thought you meant anything else. Other oh. Than you.
0: Oh, okay. That was just my brain then.
1: <laughs> yes, that was just your brain.
0: Sorry, sorry, listeners. But hey, if you want to use that, dear listener, you're welcome to do so. Use it for what? Um, in general conversation, you know, if it ever comes up and you want to just, you know, tell people about Heimlich's Heim and then use it in a dirty way, you can do that. Because it does why... sound dirty, doesn't it? This is why you think I... think about it. <laughs> Sorry, go on.
1: This is why I love being able to edit this podcast.
0: <laughs> What's wrong with this sort of nonsense, please? <laughs>
1: Well, do you know what's really funny? I, I told my parents this week uh, that me and you have been doing this podcast, and my mum was like, oh, how can I listen to it? I really want to listen to it. And I was just like, nah, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you just can't. I was going to say, because basically Jamie was asking about my masturbating habits last week, but it's like, how would you say that to your mother?
0: Um, well, everybody does it. Yeah, but you don't ever need to talk to your mother about it. Well, you won't need to, because you'll be telling her through the medium of podcasts.
1: But hopefully I never will.
0: It's not like she's going to say, oh, I listened to your podcast last week, James. You didn't tell me you masturbated so much. <laughs> but I didn't say... Well, I don't,
1: and I didn't say that, so yeah. Anyway. No,
0: I'm, but I'm saying, it's not something that will come up in conversation. Yes. The, people don't offer those things. I'm, I'm the, you know, different sort of person to most other people. I'll do yes. things... For my own amusements.
1: Well, not just for your own. Everyone finds you amusing. Well, not everybody. Well, most people. I was trying to describe what I was doing, or what we were doing, into this podcast to a friend I met today. And I basically said, I talk and then my friend makes it funny. I think you're funny sometimes. (laughs) You're such a
0: shit. See, I don't really think I'm that funny. I genuinely don't. (laughs)
1: No, but your your response was quite telling. I think you're funny sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, not all
0: the time. Sometimes you're really depressing. <laughs> like when we were talking about paedophilia, you made it all serious. It was, uh, you know, it's okay, fine. Well, I might that is that true. Out. Yeah, that I is might no, out. it's it is true. It's just that it, yeah, It's odd.
1: Yeah,
0: That's so- what it is. It was yeah.
1: odd. It was, but sometimes being super serious is kind of funny. That is true. That is
0: very true.
1: Do you? Do you? You were talking about Bear Grylls. Do you watch a lot of his programming? Or not really? No, none at all.
0: I've probably okay. seen like clips of his things, but that's about it. Like when he's eating like shit and pissing in a bottle. You know all the famous things that he's done, and he's filtering it through a sock or whatever. Because he's fucking weird.
1: Yeah, I, he was squeezing elephant poo and like drinking the water. Yeah. And I do wonder what he's trying to prove by that, because he doesn't need to do it. No. Well, nobody does, really. Well, some people do. Like, some people will end up stranded, stranded in a scenario where that will be what they have to do. It very, very rarely happens. Yeah.
0: I mean, if somebody did, it would be on the news, and I guarantee you, you've probably not heard a story like that for ages. Yeah. It just seems like it's entertainment for entertainment's value. It's it's doesn't it's not like a real thing because nobody would put themselves in that situation anyway. No, we all like our comforts. Unless you unless that was the thing. Yeah, exactly. Everybody does. I mean, if you it, fair enough, like if a plane crashes and you you are like on a desolate place and you get washed up, but again, that very rarely happens. And yeah. recently, the planes that have gone down, you die. Like, you, yeah, you die or you you never see it again.
1: Yeah, so you die. Yeah. Um, so, this was supposed to be a positive one cause like, it I was is bit, why- positive it's just bullshit
0: most of it isn't it, <laughs> like Bear yeah. Grylls is bullshit, he just does these things it's it's like people that watch I'm a Celebrity, that's how I see it in my mind, I think alright uh, So it's a, it's a posho that's doing gross things and it also creates conversation doesn't it, I mean we talk about it and people that are watching it are talking about it shit mate, they've made Gogglebox now, who would have thought twenty years ago that there'd be a TV show, a regular TV show that does all right about people watching television? It's fucking mad. Although kudos to whoever came up with yeah. that idea. Like genuinely.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've ne- I've I've honestly never watched an episode of Gogglebox. I think it's it is it is interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Is it more? Is it more or less interesting than what we do? Uh, it's about
0: the same, I'd say. It is sort of like watching a podcast. Like people have their opinions, yeah. and sometimes they're funny, and sometimes they're just weird. It's just, it's about the people that are watching it generally. I think I think you'd like. Um, there's this really posh couple. There's a place called Petersfield in Hampshire, and it's one of those really small towns in Britain that's that I would say is like how you would think. British small towns would be so it's very connected and everybody knows each other but it's also very very odd because everybody knows each other so everybody's in each other's business and they all have very specific foibles and it's the way that they are with each other and it seems a bit odd to people outside of that town I would say and these two people I think they're called Mary and Giles and they are they are a bit like that so it's nice It makes you remember things that are, you know, British, I suppose.
1: I'm glad I don't watch it.
0: All right, then. Well, that was pointless. Might (laughs) as well
1: cut that. (laughs) I'll probably leave it in. I enjoyed your ramblings. Yes. Got a semi. Did you? Good boy.
0: I'm actually rubbing myself as we talk. I do it every episode. Not to the point where I ejaculate. you you understand no that would be a waste no yeah exactly i've got Mm. i've got to use all of that i'm i'm now keeping it in little thermos flasks and just freezing them just in case anybody else wants to sire my child but obviously i'm not going (laughs) to shoot on my wife because that'd be out of order you know i've still got values for fuck's sake
1: yeah
0: so we're about survival
1: again yeah well, I was just trying to think of a way to conclude this episode. To be honest
0: with you, I think the most basic survival and everybody has it. Well, apart from a few people, but basic survival is procreation. That's why everybody's shagging about, yeah. and that's why they all they want five thousand fucking kids, even though they can't afford to have them. Survival is in the human beings, and it's also in animals and everything. It's just about shagging, making something else that you've made, and then carrying on what you created hey my legacy will live
1: yep that's pretty much the base of it
0: yeah and i mean it's the same as these things it's a way of making more people remember who you are and it's nice everybody wants to be remembered like i said before
1: yeah but you know what pretty much unless you do something massively significant you will be forgotten in 200 years oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely And then, 200 years isn't that long. That's like slightly more than twice as long as you'll live. So. Who is... It's all just a waste of time, really. Who... What's the point in trying to survive? You might as well just let the alligator break your neck. You might as well just jump off the building head first. Fuck it. What's the point? Oh. You're in
0: your little dark place. You're going to wear guy liner.
1: I need another whiskey.
0: (laughs) You're going to... You can pile up for me Be a little emo
1: I've never been emo I know Well I've never like Presented myself as an emo Maybe I should I tried to be emo once It's really expensive Thanks again for listening to this podcast. The music was provided by Jamie Frost, James Doyle, Chris Webb, Eric Skiff and Catbox Music.